Hello and welcome back to Aldemire Podcast. <laughs> this week we are doing, um, as you obviously heard, my husband is joining us again, and we are doing a recap of the month of February. All of the things we talked about, we're gonna kind of hit on some stuff one more time to finish out February, and so we're gonna dive right on in. All right. So the first week, as y'all remember. And if you haven't listened to these, we encourage you to go back and give them a listen. Uh, but the first one we talked about was dating your spouse. The important it is to, you know, carve out that time. And guys, if you're listening, wives, take your little time out, hit the pause button, go grab the men, folks, so I can go yell at them again. Uh, if you work so hard to win your wife, you ought to work as hard or harder to keep your wife. Not that she's trying to walk out on you. But just because, I mean, that's our man thing that we do. We have to accomplish in something. We have to go on the hunt. Don't think just because your wife lives at your house, you need to quit pursuing her. Go after her harder in 2022 than you did in, in the last five years put together. And I guarantee you she won't be upset with you. Nope. <laughs> uh, that's one thing I, I, I love about, about you and everything. You do, the, you do little things sometimes that grab my attention. And you're always, you're always apt to do something. What can I say? I'm a catch. <laughs> uh, week number two, I think we talked about maintaining your yes, marriage. Yes, maintaining. And uh, listen, identify the good things that are in your marriage and keep doing them. Yes. Take time to discuss and talk about yourself and say, okay, what's something that we do that I enjoy? And I mean, it could be a certain hobby. It could be a a date night ritual it could be just carving out that time to talk mm -hmm. with one another whatever it is keep doing it yes and i know we um we talked about uh the fixing in marriage too doing those little things to continue on in fixing i mean it's kind of really plain and simple but we hit it from a viewpoint of your marriage doesn't have to be in shambles, so to speak, to fix it. Um, it's something you should always be working towards along with the maintenance. Everything that we talked about in February, all it just all ties in. Um, and I feel like I, I feel like I just keep saying this. Your marriage, your marriage isn't perfect, no marriage is, but every marriage needs work. Even the littlest things. And I think with all the stuff that we we talked about in February all lines up from the importance of dating your spouse the maintenance in your marriage the fixing in your marriage and then last week we talked about the bracing in your marriage it all goes hand in hand with working together with your spouse it's not just me in this marriage it's it's me and him Everything I do is going to affect him. Things he does is going to affect me. But we have to remember to do this together. Indeed. And, and, and another thing, just to recap, the bracing your marriage. Uh, make sure you're adding those good things. I mean, when you think yeah. about a brace, I mean, think about if you fall and break your arm, uh, the doctors are going to put a brace on that arm, mm -hmm. most likely. Some kind of cast or a splint or something like that. And it's to keep anything from getting worse but it's also to add strength and stability. So, I mean, yep. if you have a broken area in your marriage, throw something on that thing. 
uh, whether it's counsel, whether it's diving deeper into your Bible, whether it's mm -hmm. getting involved in your church, anything that's going to wrap up that hurt, give it some help to heal and make it stronger as an end result. Definitely. Um, like we, we were talking before this, um, just doing this, just me and you sitting here talking um, and doing these things, doing these episodes on marriage and everything has just been something that has helped us kind of sit down and talk about things. Um, talk about, okay, well, what has helped us the most and what was something, what are these things that we have done that has helped diving into our Bible, serving in the ministry, um, working towards those things and using things in the ministry to help brace our marriage. Yeah, and I'll say this, and I'm not, I'm not, I hope this doesn't come across as offensive at all to my wife, um, but Bailey's been doing this podcast now for a little while, and I've kind of just had the mindset of, you know what, it's hers. I get involved a little bit here and there. I make sure, I help her with the Bible study. She'll bounce things off of me, make sure she's saying things if it sounds right. You know, I'm kind of like the filter that everything <laughs> would get put through. And I just had the mindset, I was like, this is her thing, I don't really care. I mean, I'll come in to crack a joke or two, but it just wasn't something that I was all that interested in. But then she said, hey, let's take this month and let's do this. And guys, listen, women, hit the pause button again, go get your man, folk, and tell them, listen to this. Guys, your wife will have something that she feels very strongly about. My wife feels very strongly about doing this podcast. And... I signed on to this for one reason, and it was just to make her happy. She wanted to do this. I like my wife to be happy with me. I thought, <laughs> hey, I'll do it. Um, but here we are, you know, it's like, first one, it was like, yeah, whatever. Second one was like, okay, I can't wait till this month is over. Third, fourth one, and now fifth one, it's like, I wasn't even supposed to be on this podcast, but I've enjoyed it, and I wanted to jump on, and I wanted to be a part of it again. And, I mean, I found that this is something that I enjoy, and this is something that, I mean, yeah. we might make a bigger habit out of. I'll not always be on here, but I want to be more involved in the future. And I know that that encourages my wife to keep doing this. Yes. I know that she enjoys it. I mean, we get to, off mic, we get to joke and make fun of each other and how <laughs> we sound. And it's just, I mean, it's good flirty fun. It is. Um I am, like you said, joining in on me, joining in with me on this. We we talked earlier, and I was like, you know, my mind has just for this week has drawn a blank because I I was we were bouncing off ideas of each other for this whole marriage thing, uh, and that's what we had been doing for the month of February. And I was just still in that mindset, but I needed to get back in the mindset of okay, just focus on what I had to say, and I was just. There was nothing there this week, and we were talking about it earlier, and I told him, I was like, I don't even know what to do, and he bounced the idea of love, uh, off of me of, what if we did one more episode to end it out, and did this recap of everything, and sat here, and, and talked about these things um, differently than we did in the other episodes, but really focus on how all of these things tie in together. Indeed. And uh, one thing that I'll say, because, uh, I mean, we just kind of rehashed everything right now, and we haven't really said anything that was new. Uh, but I wanted to do that, and then I wanted to give kind of a charge to everybody who's listening. Yeah. 
because we get so caught up in compartmentalizing and moving on to the next thing. I mean, if you look at a Walmart or a grocery store, anything like that, you know that uh, Valentine's Day is over yeah. and nobody's paying attention to it anymore. No, everything's Easter. It's Easter. <laughs> and when Easter comes, it's going to be over and it's going to be what memorial day and yeah. then the 4th of july, 4th of july. So they're gonna and then going before for. we know it it's going to be september and there's going to be christmas trees out in the garden yes. section again oh. i mean you blink a couple times and you'll miss it but yeah. can i tell you something take a moment of time and purpose in your heart that you know what this valentine's season that is emphasized with love towards your spouse uh, don't skip to the next thing no. hang out here for a while um, one of the verses we started this thing out with was Proverbs 18.22, Whosoever findeth a wife findeth a good thing. And you know what? That's not just right during Valentine's Day, but that's right all the time. And if we can give you a charge, I've got some Bible I want to give you a charge real quick. Proverbs 8, verse 15, it says, Drink waters out of thine own cistern, and running waters out of thine own well. Now, this uh, waters that he's drinking of is a uh, metaphor, if you will, for a marriage relationship. And men and women both, listen to me right now. You need to go to your spouse for refreshment. You need mm -hmm. to go to your spouse to sustain you. Yes. You need to go to your spouse to be able to survive. If you are not spending that time with your spouse, just like somebody who doesn't get enough to drink, you will die of thirst and you will wither. Yeah. And it goes on to say, it says, let thy fountains be dispersed abroad and thy rivers of waters in the streets. And what that's saying, it's saying don't share your rivers of water. Don't share your spouse with anyone else. Verse 17 says, let them be thine own and not a stranger's with thee. I mean, you are supposed to share in that intimacy with your spouse and your spouse alone. You're not yes. to share your spouse's intimacy with anyone else. You're not to look for intimacy with anyone else. Yep. It says, let thy fountain be blessed and rejoice with the wife of your youth. Listen, let your homes be blessed as you go throughout the rest of this mm -hmm. year. Cultivate, be selfish with that intimacy with your spouse because that's where it belongs. Yes. If you go on and you read the rest of this chapter, it gets to, into some pretty heavy intimacy and some do's and don'ts about it. Mm -hmm. And so you go ahead and you read that for yourself. But let me tell you something. Enjoy your spouse. Rejoice yes. with them. And you're not rejoicing just because the Bible says to. You should rejoice with your spouse because it is a wonderful thing to be married. Mm -hmm. It is a wonderful thing to get to travel this journey with the person who's got who God has put you with and you need to enjoy every step of the way I I mean I'm fully I sit there and I was I was thinking about what you're saying I was like you know many many times especially now you'll hear um, one of the common themes I feel like in homes is well we just live together we're we're friends and that's all that's all you are in a marriage is friends and you say hi in passing and there's nothing else there and that is so sad 
Because that's not what marriage is, is intended to be. That's not what God intended marriage to be between a man and a woman. He doesn't want you to just be friends. Yeah, you should be friends. And you should be best friends. But it's so much more. And if y'all were to go and look into that chapter, you would realize that your marriage is supposed to be a lot more than just friends. Indeed. And I'll say this too. I know we live in some difficult times. I mean, you just look, turn on the news and... You've got this COVID mess, and you've got Ukraine and Russia fighting, and all of that's terrible. You've got the economy is going crazy. Inflation is soaring. Um, I'll give one more verse of scripture and one more little challenge, and then uh, I might have a couple other things to say before we're done, but I'll be done with my part for the most. Uh, still in Proverbs, because Proverbs is a wonderful book of wisdom. It teaches us a lot mm, about how yes, we all live. And uh, it was written by the wisest man in the Bible, apart from the Lord Jesus himself. He says this, he says, Better is a dinner of herbs where love is than a stalled ox and hatred therewith. And what he's talking about is he says, It is better for you to just be eating on a bunch of grass, but to love that person that you're eating with than it is to have the fatted mm. calf. Listen, I know that inflation is going crazy, and I know that we live in a society that that talks about you got to keep up with the Joneses mm. and you got to have the biggest and the best. No. Let me tell you something. It is better for you to eat a salad every night and drive your little uh, 1999 Honda Civic with 280,000 miles on it that's <laughs> just broke in and you love your spouse and everything y'all get to share with than it is for you to have to put in 80 and 90 hours a week on yes. the job so that way you can afford that big old Toyota Tundra with a 3-inch lift kit, 35-inch tires. I'm talking brush guard, light <laughs> bars, every little thing. And have a steak dinner on your plate every night. But then your wife or your husband one resent you because yeah. you haven't made time for them. Yeah. Or you resent your spouse because you feel like they're not contributing. Because if we get wrapped up in the rat race, that's what it, all it's going to be. It's going to breed resentment from one way or the other or yes. both. So listen, love your spouse. Be content with what you have. And purpose this year that you're going to enjoy them. And not just on Valentine's Day or in the month of February, but all year long. Yes. I was sitting there. Um, you were sitting there texting. No, I wasn't. I was taking notes. Thank you. Oh, at least someone takes <laughs> notes when I talk. Um, just to love your spouse. Be content. And you said content. And I was like, there's that word again. <laughs> and if y'all go back and listen to my episode on content, um, that is my word for the year. And usually I don't choose words. I, I've always, like, all oh, this dumb. I don't. I don't do that. It's not me. Um, but this year, the Lord gave me that word. That's the word I need to focus on. And he has truly helped me with being content. I am. I have learned with the little things to be content. And the things with the house. Um, and doing little things. Y'all, it's not... You don't have to have this big old date night and everything. Like Dylan was saying... Uh, 
about going out and having having everything you don't have to have this fancy dinner you don't have to have all this every single night or anything like that and it's the same when when you think about dating you don't you don't have to have that fancy date night i think about i think it was a couple days ago we we sat here at the table the kids went the kids were playing and everything we had finished up dinner but they weren't hungry yet we were so we literally just sat down at the table together we had our meal without the kids and they were in there playing and we just sat here and talked and it wasn't technically a date but it was that one-on-one -on -one time that we got to have with each other i don't know that steak was pretty good if that's, i do say so myself that steak was good however we, we did have, usually when we do something we always have steak it's just what we do um <laughs> but we had that um that one-on-one -on -one time to just connect and show each other our love for each other and to show each other you know that we're content with just sitting here across the table from each other having this meal that we don't need some big fancy restaurant we don't need anything like that indeed i will say don't be stingy guys no don't no no, no don't excuse to, don't because to be stingy. i do like to go out i do i i think about when we go to certain restaurants and everything and we go out on a date. I love to go out on dates and everything. Right now, we're in a season that it is just not there right now for us to go out or have the kids with somebody right now. Um, maybe in a couple more months, we'll, we'll have it worked out where we can have the kids with somebody and we can start going out on dates and actually leaving the house. Um, but don't, don't use what I said as an excuse because... I, I know Some women. Some of you tightwads are going to hear that and be like, listen, honey, she said you don't have to leave the house. And you know what? You're wrong. No. Yeah. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> no. You you can leave the house. Leave the house because it's fun when you get to go. My favorite, one of my favorite dates that we did was, um, and I talked about it on my stories one time on Instagram, was our rock, paper, scissors date. Where we got to choose. We played rock, paper, scissors. It wasn't that great. I thought it was fun. Okay. I know it's weird. But I thought it was fun. So you play rock, paper, scissors. And whoever loses has to pick where you go. Right? Yes. Whoever lost had to pick where you went. For you had your where you went to go get a drink. Where you went to go get your appetizer. Where you had your main course. Where you had your dessert. Uh, stuff like that. And you went to different places all over. Yes, there's a lot of driving. Do you remember where all we went for that? Yes, I do. We went to the convenience store for Coke. And then we went to um, China House for egg rolls. Ah, that's right. And then we went to Applebee's. We went to Applebee's. That was dumb. It was. <laughs> it was. And we went to Applebee's. And then, what did we do for dessert? Did we get B.A.'s ice cream? No. no we didn't do it. I don't remember what we did for dessert. It must have been very forgettable, but I'm pretty sure I had a Red Bull. I think we did Starbucks. Starbucks for dessert instead yeah. of Starbucks for the drink? Yeah, I think so. We're weird. I don't, I y'all, I know it's random, but stuff like that. Do you find, find the, find the dates that are, are fun and everything and go, go out and have fun and enjoy your spouse. That's what it's all about, is them enjoying each other, getting that time alone where you get to actually have a conversation, especially if you have children. Indeed, because they never shut up. <laughs> they don't. Um, but you can have that conversation without 
Um, without your children around, without little ears around, you can be able to have that, have those conversations that you necessarily can't have with children around. Now, um, we're talking about conversations. We've gotten those conversation cards, and those have been really good. I've enjoyed them. Indeed. It just makes you ask questions you didn't think about asking. I will say this for all my tightwads out there. You can probably just find a list of those questions online <laughs> and not have to pay $15 for a deck of cards. 18 18 Ugh. It's we like she used to buy me $13 bars of soap. <laughs> Oh my word, I'd rather have just went stinking than paid that much for it. Oh, I heard about it. I still hear about that one, obviously. Oh, it aggravates the fire out of me. I mean, you're talking about wasting money. Give me that good old coaster, ivory, or Irish Anyway, I get 12 bars for $5. Anyways, so have those, those conversation cards, though, are really good. They're, they're geared towards Christians. So, I mean, you could find some and everything, but they are more more so christian based just google christian conversation starters yes but they have different ones they don't just have they have the they don't just have regular conversation ones they have ones that go deeper some that don't go deep um some on an intimacy level and everything and those all those cards are good because they get you asking questions that you would never think really to ask your spouse yeah, and I mean, and you'd be surprised what kind of information that you can find that's just so insignificant about your spouse. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could be something as dumb as I remember the one, what's your most embarrassing moment? And, I mean, we got that one and we shared that and we just laughed. Yes. And, I mean, it really let us realize how <laughs> stupid each other was. Um but, I mean, I've never heard the story she shared, and she never heard the story I shared, and Lord willing, y'all will never hear the stories <laughs> we shared. But uh, I got to know her a little bit better, and yeah. we got to laugh a little bit, and it was fun. Yeah, I mean, those are, those are the things that you could do with each other. And they, those conversations, those cards, they can be done when you're just, you're in bed, and you're laying, you're laying in bed, and everything right before you go to bed. Those are things, like, Sometimes we'll just sit down, you know, we put our phones up and we'll sit down and we'll pull out a few. I think last night we pulled out, I think we pulled out 10, he got five, I got five, and we sat there and we just went back and forth with the questions. And sometimes one question just continued on for a little bit because it was just a deeper answer and we just talked about it for a little bit more. Those questions are just on a, on a different level that you get to learn your spouse and working those things and stuff like that helps you brace your marriage too if you think about it because you're learning each other you're learning necessarily weaknesses in each other because my weaknesses can be his strengths and where i'm weak he can help me be strong in and vice versa i have no weaknesses okay <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> but so those are the things I'm that i'm just saying you've never seen me and superman <laughs> in the same room at the same time so if, ladies, if you look into those conversation starter cards and you're debating it, I just say do it because those are things that I, I have thoroughly enjoyed and I wish we would have got some sooner because I feel like it's, it's helped ask questions that I would never think to ask. You can go without Starbucks for three days and buy a pack of cards and you get to reuse them, so... Yeah, don't go through all of them at one time. Just pull out a few. <laughs> I 
Um, but I feel like, you know, your answers will change all the time. Like, we had one um, the Who night before. Who your most embarrassing moment may get ready to be <laughs> top tomorrow? <laughs> like, we had one that uh, we asked before when we first got them, and then um, we did them again the other night, and it was the same one. And I was like, well, I said, I said, has this changed any anymore? And we answered, well, yeah, it has changed a little bit. We kind of expounded on that of how it's changed from when we first did it about a month or so ago to now. And so those are the things. They don't always, um, you can go through them because it can just change and everything. So, anyways, I think um, we are on the downhill. We are done for the month of February. Fred Brew area. <laughs> I thoroughly hope y'all have enjoyed these these episodes on marriage where the importance of dating your spouse, the maintenance in your marriage, fixing it and bracing it. And then just this recap of everything and just understand that love your spouse, do the things with your spouse, have the conversations, make that one-on-one -on -one time for each other because it's so important in your marriage. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Out of the Mire podcast. I am so excited that you decided to join in. Don't forget to head over to Instagram at out of the mire underscore and you can follow along because starting in March, I'm starting a book study from a biblical course on witnessing from James Knox and it will be through the month of March. You can find everything linked in the show notes because there will be a course PDF that you can download to go along with the book or just follow along on as always remember Psalms 150 verse 6 let everything that hath breath praise the Lord praise ye the Lord buenos nachos